0: Welcome to Fish Talk Radio.
1: This is John Hennigan in studio, and we're going to have some fun today, as we always do. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, I would like to, um, in as soon as we come back from this uh, intro and short break, we're going to introduce Bill Shedd, who is a very impressive person. Uh, you know, him and his dad uh, are AFTCO manufacturing, and also with tight affiliation with Guy Harvey, and very big, very, very big in the world of conservation. And that's what we're primarily going to be talking about with uh, AFTCO, maybe a little bit about Guy Harvey and all the exciting things that's happening in that world. And I would also like to uh, remind you that you can go to Fish Talk Radio and listen to the show anytime you want. And I believe, uh, Karen, we...
2: And real fun adventures, John. Don't you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing is that we should probably mention that um, now, we're going to be able to not only stream the show from the website. but oh, we re- can download it. There you go.
2: Yes. And that
1: way you can put it on your device and listen to it whenever you want. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah.
2: And then you can just delete it and download the next show.
1: Is there any, do you want to get some instructions no, it's, on what it's really.
2: It just says it right there. It mm-hmm. says download show here and you just click on that and it should go right to it
1: good. Go right well, to yeah, it. There you go. Well <laughs> listen to it. And if there is anything, of course, that you listened to on the show and you didn't quite catch it, you can listen to it as many times as you want. So just go back to it, and go to we'd prefer you go to our website, but there's you can find us in how many different places? I don't even know.
2: Oh my goodness! Everywhere, Everywhere. all you got to yeah. do is just type in "fish talk radio" or "fishing radio show," and up you come. There you go. There you are. We're John. famous. Huh? You are famous. <laughs> we are famous. Yes. We, are famous. <laughs> we we we. That's what we're all about. No, Everything that's, fishing and travel. That's,
1: yeah, that's. Uh, and we but, have an
2: awesome show today. We're gonna have. Oh, it's gonna be great. Got, who do we have? We Bill have, Shedd, president Bill of. Bill Shed and yeah. also Bart.
1: Oh, Bart Hall, and then we're gonna have Eddie Van Wormer from East Cape. Yeah. Tank. But our engineer's saying this to get off the air, but so we're not gonna take get a, off the air. Just take a break. All right. Well, how about if I have a salad? Okay. Okay. Well, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Hi,
3: I'm Bart Hall, and I'm here to tell you about the Fred Hall Show, the ultimate outdoor experience March 4th to the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. People often ask me, what is a Fred Hall Show? Well, it's the largest consumer fishing show in the world, California's largest boat show, the most fun international travel show in the West, and Southern California's finest hunting show. I love these shows not just because my family name is on them, but because generations of Californians have grown up loving these events with me. Every year the shows are different, but this year we will be celebrating the greatest saltwater fish season in over 30 years. We believe that this will be our best Fred Hall show ever. The show is packed with thousands of high quality fishing, fly fishing, travel, camping and dive exhibits. There are over 400 interesting seminars and dozens of family fun events, including the world's greatest night thrower. There will be more boats on display than ever before. My grandchildren keep asking me if it's time for Papa's show. Yes, it's time for Papa's show. The exceptional Fred Hall show, March 4th to the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Details at FredHall.com.
6: I got the launch ramp, blue.
5: Launch ramp blue. Welcome to Fish Talk
1: Radio. This is John Hedigan in his studio. And today we have a very, very special guest. And his name is Bill Shedd. And uh, Bill and he, well his father, I guess, has actually started uh Aftco, which is uh, American Fishing Tackle Company. Is that right, Bill?
7: That's it, John. Good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, that's right.
1: And not only that, and, you know, Bill has not only stepped in to carry on the tradition that uh, his father started, especially with Hub SeaWorld and the conservation uh, and enhancement that they have put into it, and i don 't want to embarrass you too much, but you know we might want to mention a little bit about what AFco has done for our fishing community now you're you 're in california you 've done a lot for California, but everything you 've done has been um, national, if not worldwide impact. It uh, seems like last time we were on, I think you were talking about uh, shark, fi- shark fishing on the East Coast, but uh, something that Guy Harvey was doing, who you partner with
7: yeah that's, uh, that's he 's actually got a very uh interesting program tagging sharks to try to better understand um, you know what paths they travel where they go so that they can better be looked after in the future well
1: bill just kind of um, stream of consciousness i guess is that the the world of sport fishing and the and in the oceans themselves um, you know we we know more about the surface of the moon than we do of the surface of the bottom of the ocean and the science involved in tracking and understanding sea life has been um weak i would say in recent years it's beginning much better and of course with your help and you know what what you and your company have done has been has a tremendous impact, and we'll mention a little bit later about some of those. I'll give you some of your accolades. I don't want to embarrass you too much at one time because you're such a um, a strong figure in the the sport fishing community and conservation. But why don't we go ahead and start off with any subject that you're looking at? I know that you're uh, getting ready to launch a uh, um, a program, and that you're going to be announcing at the Hall Show, which. Bart Hall will be on later in the show, and he might want to talk about. So would you mind starting with that?
7: Well, sure, yeah. What you're referring to, I think, is that the, uh, the CCA, the Coastal Conservation Association, your listeners all over the country will know them. Uh, the, the CCA is uh, the biggest and the strongest uh, fishing conservation group, a statewide fishing conservation group in the country, and has been involved in 17 coastal states, uh, not in California until just now, and uh, the CCA of California is going to be uh, introduced, as you just said, at the Fred Hall shows here in a couple weeks in Long Beach.
1: And from my understanding, this is something that you're going to be chairing the the CCA national um, or the California chapter of the CCA and board of directors, chaired by Bill Shedd. What a surprise! <laughs> President of AFCO, co-chaired by by Bill Pfeiffer, and. That give us a little bit of an idea about what that's all about.
7: Well, um, the uh, the CCA is uh, is a group that looks after fishing interests, looks after the fish, and looks after the fishermen. Um, our our focus here in California is going to be in uh, in sync with the the national CCA um, uh, mantra. And uh, our 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 specific focus is going to be that we will be conserving the resource and anglers' access to it. So California is a tough state in that. Um you know, we've been run off the water by uh, extreme environmentalists and, um, you know, lots of restrictions. You know, some restrictions are appropriate and some are just uh, are just not. And uh, we just need in our state a organization like the CCA that can help bring some more rational thought to how fisheries are managed in our state.
1: Well, I, I, you know, we don't try and be political on Fish Talk Radio, but I can't help myself because, you know, I believe that anybody – that is involved in outdoor activities uh, in hunting and fishing are the original and the true conservationists but you have people that don't have a clue that have never caught a fish had you know maybe not even been in the wilds that you know feel that well oh, this isn't fair you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do that but they don't really understand what it's all about and people that enjoy sport fishing they don't want to catch the last one You know, they want to make sure that it stays there for generations.
7: You know, John, that's just so true. In reality, the true conservationists, uh, certainly in the marine fishing world and in the freshwater fishing world as well, but my my expertise and knowledge is more in the saltwater world. But in the saltwater fishing world, clearly in the last 40 years, the true conservationists have been the recreational fishermen. And it doesn't matter whether you would would look at the gill net bands in Florida or Texas or California or, you know, look at anything that's been productive to help uh, the resource or look at the saltwater hatcheries that have been built, look at the uh, look at the folks that have focused on getting rid of the gear types that have caused damage, whether they're long lines or gill nets or fish traps or bottom trawls. Um, and just about, uh, you know, artificial reefs, I can go on and on.
1: Well, go My, ahead. You've got to show.
7: <laughs> much less the almost billion dollars that anglers contribute every year to the state fishing game agencies, mm-hmm. fishing wildlife agencies, so that they can help look after and protect the resource. Mm-hmm. Almost every, you know, striped bass protection in the in the mid-Atlantic uh, and Northeast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just about every major conservation effort um, uh, in the ocean for the fish has been uh, funded by and led by sport fishermen. But the reality is that our community has let the uh, the extreme environmental community kind of steal our title uh so for example if uh when i go back to visit uh legislators in Washington, D.C. to present them uh, uh, information about a specific uh, uh, fishing um, issue that we're concerned about. They would look at me and say, you know, I, I understand that. That's an interesting perspective. But what do the conservationists say?
1: <laughs> wait and, a minute.
7: <laughs> and and uh, yeah, you say, wait a minute. Uh, we are the fishermen are the conservationists. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the ins- extreme environmentalists say, but I can tell you what the conservationists say, because it has been us who has really been conserving the resource."
1: Well, and of course you're. You know, I, I don't. I don't want to keep uh, giving you too many accolades because, um, you know, you probably get embarrassed. But you, I might do that once in a while because you, you're in a long, in a very strong way um, about that. But let's go back starting AFCO. We've only got. Uh, well, maybe we should do it after the after we come back from the break. Because what I want to ask you about is uh, AFCO. And your dad, of course, that started this, and not only did you continue with it, but you 've expanded on it and AFco manufacturing has donated about well about how much money in the last few years directly in cash to the conservationists, let alone the amount of time that you personally have put into it
7: yeah, well, between um, our relationship with guy harvey and, and and AFco together and our clothing businesses and um, um, And and funds that have gone through the Caribbean Ocean Foundation, um, you know, several million dollars a year in in the last two years, and Mm -hmm. you know, well, well over a million dollars a year go back into uh, uh, marine conservation efforts. Well,
1: people that make money can donate money, but it's not just money that you're talking about either.
7: No, Uh, time is really. uh, I I spend about 500 hours a year on uh, marine resource and fishing industry issues, and that that really comes from. Uh, something that my father told me when i was young he says you know bill with your mom and I starting SeaWorld, we took creatures from the sea that belonged to everybody, but they really belonged to nobody, and, you know, we made money from that. And uh, so what that means is that we've got a, you know, we got a responsibility, and we've got to look for ways to find ways to give back to the ocean. And he said, in your lifetime, you're going to benefit from that SeaWorld experience as well. So you, I can't tell you how to do it, but you need to, to, to find ways to do the same.
1: And, and we have. And then, of course, uh, uh, before we go to the break in, in less than a minute— you, it's become not only to start with your father, but it really is a family business now.
7: No, it is. I'm I'm blessed. I've got my you know my wife. My wife really started uh, working here to see the kids and have lunch with. Them. And, uh, <laughs> she now does our payroll and helps run our accounting. And mm-hmm. uh, I've got two sons and a daughter that also work in the business. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here with with not only Shed family members, but AFCO family members that uh, many of them have been with us for more than thirty and forty years.
1: Okay, and then of course we might even mention uh Guy Harvey and how you got involved with him and what you guys are doing together because he's also uh a big leader uh, yeah, in the sport fishing community, especially in saltwater. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a joke in, in Cabo. Uh, people come up and say, hey, Guy, how you doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> Guy's got his shirts on. But anyway, uh, we're going to have to take a quick break. We are going to stick with uh, Bill Shed, and we're going to find a lot about more about AFCO, Guy Harvey, conservation, and a lot of other things that you're going to be interested in listening to. So make sure that you stay tuned, and you can also go to Fish Talk Radio, Dot com and not only listen to the show but now you can download the show we'll be right back with you
8: Time for the 69th Annual Front Hall Show. The ultimate outdoor experience March 4th to the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. The biggest fishing show, biggest boat show, biggest travel show, biggest outdoor recreation event of the year. It's the nation's number one show. Don't miss the Mammothlix Kids Fish-Free Trout Pond, the Ram Ultimate Air Dogs, the Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, the Savage Deer Bass Tank, the Accurate Real Saltwater Tank, Air Gun Ranges, Archery, Casting, and Dive. Dozens of Family Fun Activities. Over 400 continuous seminars presented by Progressive Insurance. Cousins Tackle, Hobie Kayaks, and the World Fishing Network. Enter to win a custom Sea of Cortez fishing trip to Rancho Leonero. A pair of accurate fishing reels or a Hobie Pro Angler Kayak. Kids free, kids fish free, active military free. The 69th Annual Fred Hall Show, March 4th through the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Details at FredHall.com.
1: Welcome back to Fish Talks I Radio. This is John higgin in the Studio. and We have the president of Afco Manufacturing. Well I guess it Afco yeah, anyway, Afco. Yep, <laughs> whatever you are, is it Afco.com anyway, right?
7: Yeah, and AFCO manufacturing, that, that works.
1: Okay. But uh, we have Bill Shedd, the president, and we talked a little bit about his family, his history. But let's get down to some specifics, if you don't mind, Bill, about, about AFCO itself, some of your affiliations, and you know, what your involvement is with Guy Harvey.
7: Okay, well, AFCO, I think, as you mentioned, stands for the American Fishing Tackle Company. We've been in business since 1958. Uh, We specialize in making um, uh, component parts and accessories for big-game fishermen, uh, known most uh, widely for our AFCO roller guides. Uh, Like I said, we've been making since 1958. Uh, A roller guide is used by big-game fishermen to protect their line. Uh, Instead of dragging your line over a stationary surface, it's on a wheel, so you have a big marlin on for many hours. Your line doesn't wear. Down and break.
1: Well, so. Bill, I don't mean to interrupt you and, and lose your train of thought, but I just interject. If you're looking to buy a fishing rod, uh, the first thing you do is you look at the roller guide at the top, and if, if it says AFCO on it, you know you've got good equipment. If it doesn't say Afco on it, then I'd probably pass.
7: Well, you know that the you know that the guy that built that rod, he was using the best stuff. If it says Afco, and yeah, you'd have a very hard time finding a single boat anywhere in the world in a in a serious uh, uh, big game fishing the harbor that yeah. didn't have something of Afco on it. So in that little niche of the okay. big game fishing world, that's uh, that's home to us. Yeah, and then our our business changed. Uh, uh, really started to change drastically back in about 1989 when mm-hmm. um, uh, we began to make a fishing short, which really led us into the clothing business, which mm-hmm. uh, then led us uh, uh, to, to a relationship with Guy Harvey in um, in, uh, in, in, in 1999, and then uh, making woven shirts, and then an expanded relationship in 2004, making um, all of his clothing in, in, in his uh, his w- well-known T-shirts that, uh, before our involvement, was already a big business, and we've mm-hmm. helped him to grow it significantly since, 19- since 2004.
1: Well, most people that are involved in any of the uh, you know blue water fishing are very familiar with Guy Harvey, but why don't you just give a, about a minute or so about who he is and what he does?
7: Well, the first thing you got to know about Guy Harvey is he is, is absolutely genuine. The guy uh, fished with him several times. He doesn't take his eyes off the baits. He's into it. There's no posing at all. He's a, he's a he 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 loves to fish, loves to dive, can't get enough of it. But Guy is a, a PhD, uh Ph.D. Uh, in marine biology who just had a tremendous God-given talent to uh, to paint and to draw. And uh, he uh, uh, in 1988 took uh, some of his drawings to Florida to a show. People love them. Uh, pretty soon he figured out, you know, I, I can uh, impact the oceans in a bigger way through art than I can through, uh, mm. through my Ph.D. So he began to, uh, to, to, to sell his paintings, and um, he is the most prolific and the best uh, uh, marine artist in the world today.
1: Well, yeah, uh, I don't know if, if, if you even know how many different murals he's done all over the world.
7: Well, geez, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know, but I, but, but I, I, I know there's millions of T-shirts with his art that are sold on it every year, and I know that uh, uh, at every major uh, uh, fishing fundraiser in the country, the prized possession for somebody to uh, to bid on is a uh, Guy Harvey art. But you know, more than more than an artist, uh, an ardent angler and diver. Um, He's a, he, he, he really cares about the science part of it. He just has a hunger to want to learn about the creatures and he, he believes that um, the ocean is out of sight, out of mind, and mm-hmm. that the the key to under, to preserving the ocean for the future is to better understand it so uh, guy harvey 's the real deal
1: Well, the other thing is is that you know the shirt line that you have uh, to me, the difference between a you know a, a shirt with pictures of fish on it. And a Guy Harvey or Aftco shirt is that you know, everything is the pockets, if there's an emblem of a fish on it, it continues. It doesn't cut off. And the same with the cross of buttons on the top. So the first thing if you're looking for shirt, if it doesn't have if it doesn't do that, then it's not a, it's not a quality shirt. And of course the material is something different. But, you know, that would be that's the for me the easiest way to find is to see if, if everything matches up, and most of them don't. But you know that's why your shirts are not uh, cheap, but they're good value and they're not that expensive.
7: Yeah, and the in the button down shirts that you're referring to, the dress shirts we do we we not only match up the pockets, but we match the art going across the front. And, mm-hmm. uh, if you look at Guy Harvey art in the t-shirts, for example, uh, the fish just looks like it's moving. It yeah. looks natural. It looks real, uh, and that's uh, just Guy's talent and. Uh, uh, it's really his talent and his art that makes the, uh, right. the clothing And what, what,
1: is, what is your affiliation with Guy?
7: Well, so we're, we're the licensee for his clothing. So we take his art and uh, we, we apply it to clothing, everything from T-shirts. You mentioned button-down shirts to belts to jackets to performance shirts to uh, a number of ladies' items and kids' items. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we take his art. Uh, the best way to equate it is it's like a, um, if, if you're going to be a chef – you got to start with good ingredients. Uh, mm-hmm. Guy gives us the ingredients, which is his art, and we then um, put that into a finished meal, in this case a finished... Uh,
1: right, effect. but I, I know your relationship goes beyond the shirts and beyond the art, because you guys work together a lot of conservation efforts also.
7: Well, we do, and I think I uh, just was in a meeting last week at the Miami Boat Show, and Guy said that one of the uh, reasons why he chose to... Uh, Work with AFCO early on was uh, he had known of uh, my, my, my father and his conservation nope. Nope. work, Melt mm-hmm. Shed, and uh, known of the conservation work that AFCO had done over the years. And so we, we share that, uh, that concern for the oceans and the interest to want to do something to, uh, about um, problems in the oceans. Mm-hmm. And so it was really our, our conservation bent and focus, I think, that really put us together in the, in the first place. So what happens now is uh, a, a portion of um, uh, every Guy Harvey item that's sold – goes into the guy R. V. ocean Foundation um, AFCO contributed uh, you know so, some uh, almost three hundred thousand dollars into that fund last year mm-hmm. and then guy uh, and his staff he, they take those funds and they they, they use them for um, for for research projects for uh, to support uh, um, uh, uh, fisheries conservation groups that are working on various issues like uh, you know the lionfish issue for example um, like um, you know, trying to help protect the spawning uh, areas of the groupers in the Cayman Islands like mm-hmm. uh, tracking sharks and uh, and and in tracking billfish as well and just trying to understand more about the uh about the fish in the ocean and and how mankind can better help ensure they have a future.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to ask you a two-part question and we're we're trying to compress a lot into a short amount of time. Uh but hub sea world and then the um, uh white sea bass <clears throat> grew out that uh, was extremely successful. And then the other part of the question is the people that are listening, how can they contribute? How can they can help?
7: Okay. Well, the Hub SeaWorld, SeaWorld Research <laughs> Institute was started um, in 1963 by my father, actually a year before he and his partner started SeaWorld. Now, what makes that so interesting is SeaWorld today is celebrating its, uh, its 50th anniversary, but wow. at the same time it's celebrating 51 years of the Hub Seaworld Research Institute, which is uh, which is the the entity that Seaworld also contributes to greatly, to help look after the the the, the animals and to learn about the animals in the park to benefit mm-hmm. uh, those animals and also the animals in the wild. So I don't think there's another company anywhere in the country that today can be talking about being in existence for 50 years and and haven't haven't been given back to the community, having set up its not-for-profit foundation mm-hmm. uh, a year before it actually even, even started. <laughs> so that, that's pretty unusual.
1: It is. And then uh, you were also involved in the uh, white sea bass grow-out uh, release uh, uh, program, weren't you?
7: Right. So one of the projects of the Hubsfield Research Institute was to develop uh, the ability to raise white sea bass, which is the really one of the main game fish in Southern California that because of gill nets in the past, their population had been knocked down so thoroughly that um, you know, very few were caught. Um, So first thing that the sport fishing community did was to get rid of the nearshore gill nets. And then the second thing was to support the Hub Sealed Research Institute with a white sea bass program that um, now has a hatchery in Carlsbad, California Mm -hmm. and has released... over 2 million white sea bass back into wow. the ocean.
1: And, it's, you know, and, and we've seen the results from that. Huge. I, I personally, I can tell you. I mean, this last year was there's more white sea bass than there has been in 30, 40 years.
7: Huge. We, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. li- literally, our white sea bass fishery, certainly along the coast here, is uh, you know the old guys say it's the the best sea bass fishing they've seen in their lifetimes.
1: Right now, real quickly, in about a minute or so, the, our listeners, what can they do to help or contribute, or can you give some advice on for you know what they can do to you know, to continue this process?
7: Sure. For starters, um, find a find find a, a, a group, you know, like the CCA that we've already talked about, or like the IGFA, or like uh, any one of the Billfish Foundation. Um, uh, find find a group that. Um, uh, that you can support, that you can donate money to, uh, contact them and see what um, uh, you know where they have a place to plug you in and help. I know here in Southern California, in, in starting this uh, CCA out here, there's uh, you know we need lots of hands. Um, we have guys uh, helping us uh, raise literally raise little white sea bass in grow-out facilities that are run by sport fishermen. Um, we raise them from about uh, mm-hmm. three inches up to. 12 inches. Right.
1: Bill, we've only got about a short time left, but uh, this has been very successful. Do you have plans for increasing that, maybe to other species?
7: You know, a- actually, we do. And 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 Hubs is just uh, just recently started on a uh, a program. We, we we were fortunate to get $900,000 from yeah, no from uh, from the family of Dick Lobb, who was uh, um, just an art, loved to fish, uh, very well known, well thought of fisherman in Southern California, and. Um, uh, his wife, in, in, in memory of him, has donated $900,000 to the Hub Seward Research Institute so that uh, we can look at uh, trying to expand that white sea bass program to other species like yellowtail or halibut or right. other species that the state wants to let us know. Uh, well, yeah, and maybe uh, if, if somebody
1: has some ideas, they can get in touch with you. Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll give that out in just a couple of minutes, uh, you know, how to find, find you. But uh, we're going to have to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to have some other people that uh, you know very well. Of course, Bart Hall. Uh, and then uh, Eddie Damo from Van Warmer Resorts it will oh, also good. be at the Hall Show. So oh, good. it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, if you don't mind hanging in there while we take a quick break, we'd appreciate that. And we're going to be right back. And it's a real pleasure to, to have you on the air. No problem. Listen- Hang on. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to this as many times as you want and download it.
3: I'm Bart Hall, and I've got great news. The most powerful and critically acclaimed national anglers' rights organization is coming to California. The Coastal Conservation Association works to conserve marine resources and anglers' access to them. CCA Cal is just beginning. If you join us at the Fred Hall Shows, you'll get into the show for free, receive vouchers worth over $150, and be entered into drawings worth thousands of dollars. It's the right thing to do, and it's a great value. Come join us at the Fred Hall Show March 4th through the 8th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Protect California fishing.
1: Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and I have a couple of VIPs on the line with us right now. Of course, we've been talking to Bill Shedd, president of AFCO, AFCO Manufacturing. It's com, right, Bill? That's it. And, uh... Fascinating. If most people know about you, but if they don't, they should. Oh, by the way, um, he was also named the um, um, the Outdoor Writers Association of California California of the Year last year.
7: Yeah, that was quite an event, and, uh, and, and we got to spend some time up there together, and I enjoyed it.
1: Good. Well, you deserve that, if not a lot more. But we also have another VIP on the line with us, and if you're going to be going to the Hall Show or many of the other shows um, in the western United States, you need to stop by and talk to Eddie Dalmau, who's from Van Warmer Resorts. Eddie, why don't you and Bill uh, join us, and let's talk about a, a, just a recent event that you, that you co-promoted or that uh, Van Wormer's Resorts is, has been the sponsor of
9: Eddie, go ahead. There. Yeah, you know we've been doing the uh, Casting for Souls events down here at, in the East Cape now. Going on, uh, this is our eighth year that we uh, had it. We usually do it the first weekend in October, but because of the hurricane that uh, came through in uh, on September 14th, uh, the group was unable to fly in, um, which was suddenly missed down here in the community. They look forward to this event. Um, but during this event, uh, which uh, Bill is a major sponsor of, uh, we give away uh, you know clothes and we give away shoes uh, to the Community here, the people in need, and uh, like I said, we've been doing it for eight years. And uh, you know, we, we had to reschedule it for February this year because of the uh, the hurricane. And we didn't want to we didn't want to cancel it um, because there was a you know, especially because of after the hurricane, there was a lot of need down here. People had to spend a lot of money rebuilding and doing things like that. So there was definitely a need for that. And everyone kept asking me, are they are they gonna, are we still going to do the event? Are we still doing the event? And we said, yeah, for sure. So we rescheduled it for February, and everybody rallied, and we were able to pull it off. And, uh, you know, the Shed family, uh, Christy, uh, Bill's daughter, came down and uh, helped out uh, handing out clothes and shoes. And we had about – we had close to – 50 volunteers down here that were handing out wow. uh, clothes and shoes to everybody, and uh, it, it was a tremendous event. Every year we give away close to uh, three to 4,000, I think because of this year, because we had to do the reschedule. Not everybody was, was, was aware of the event had been rescheduled, so mm-hmm. we had about 2,000 people, which is still tremendous, um, and uh, we were able to hand out. Uh, 2,000 uh, pairs of shoes and clothes to people in about three hours' time, and none of this would be possible without the support of, of AFCO and and the uh, shoe community and the fishing community that helps sponsor uh, this event every year. Mm-hmm. So it's a great event, and uh, and uh, again, uh, once again, thank you uh, to the entire shed family for their major role in this event.
1: Well, you know what's so much fun about the show today is that we have Van Warmer, and we just talked about you know putting. Uh, um, shirts and shoes on, you know, the people in Baja. And then, of course, Bill Shedd, who's on the line with this and the tremendous amount of support that he's given. But we just uh, happen to have a call in from somebody else. I think that we have Bart Hall on the line with this. So let's see if we can bring him in. And, you know, he's also a major contributor. The the Hall shows to a a lot of different uh, fundraising efforts. And then, uh, by the way, uh, I didn't realize until I talked to you last week, Bart, that uh, it's back all under family control now.
6: Well, it's not all under family control. It's a partnership between Duncan McIntosh, who uh, right. mm-hmm. who's the publisher of the Log and Sea magazine and the uh, producer of the and Newport boat shows. But yeah, it's the the family has uh, ownership again, and uh, it's been a lot of. Uh, it's been a lot to me, I'll tell you. It's. Uh, been <laughs> a very, very exciting year. Right. And and the best is yet to come in another couple of weeks. We're very, very excited about
1: this show. It's well, good. Bart, just in case you didn't realize it, but two of your um, people that are gonna be there, which are probably two of the more important people, is gonna be Van Warmer Resorts represented by Eddie. And then we also have on the line with us Bill Shedd, who we've been talking to for uh, the last twenty minutes or so. so. Well
7: hi Eddie and Bill, how are you? Hey Bart, how you doing? Hey, hey I Bart, just have you, to buddy? say hey Bart is somebody that's uh, literally gone to that show literally for 40 years in a row, the fact that you're you're, you're back uh, with partnership there but back in uh, ownership of it uh, as someone that's been in the sport fishing industry and community all of his life, I'm really, really happy to see that.
6: Me too, Bill. <laughs> and Bill and I shared a moment there back at uh, at the uh, iCast Summit when it all happened. We were at the table together, and he got to be break down and cry like a baby. Oh but come it's been, on. it's been a lot of fun. We really this is I'm I'm so excited now. You know I get so excited every year because it's just my nature for this this event. But this year it really is more than ever. I I just. Uh, my goodness, I'm just—I can't wait for it to get here. Well,
1: oh, come on, Bart. All you have to do—it's all you have to do—is work two weeks out of the year. How tough can it be?
6: <laughs> That's right. That's what they keep calling us. I, I wish it would work that way. <laughs> it's been very exciting, and, and uh, you know, we've got more boats than we've ever had. We're, we're completely sold out of boots, have been for a while, and. um and it's just been crazy around the office, so we're trying to make sure dot our eyes and cross the T's. And of course, once you start doing that, you realize all the mistakes you've made. So you run around trying to correct them all. And, and we've been just going since five o'clock this morning, and it's uh, it's been pretty crazy.
1: Right. Now you know, um, just aside from the show, and Bart, you've got to have your finger on the pulse, and probably Eddie and uh, and Bill does also. Uh, let's look forward to this year. Um, you know, last year was, well, I guess it's now the new normal, but a lot of changes uh, in the water temperatures and, and and things. But people are looking to this year as being, you know, one of the top fishing years that we've had in many years. So if you might comment on that and maybe if you have any inside tips about uh, new techniques or something we'd be looking for.
7: Well, John, this, this is Bill. I, I, don't, I don't think that I can never remember. Uh, Guy's been able to catch uh, bluefin tuna at the Cortez Bank in February. I talked to a friend the other day that said he's caught 102 yellowtail um, just outside Dana Harbor in Southern California since Thanksgiving. So not only was last summer uh, just an unbelievably exceptional year uh, for Southern California fishing, but... Uh, you know, it, it, it looks like we're, we're not going to get the normal cold water that we get, and it's almost like summer is beginning to get here already. So this year is exciting. It's a, a good time to uh, be back owning the show. Right. <laughs> Lots of interest in fishing not in of Southern California.
6: Now, it, well, you know, I, I think the opportunity, Bill, is that what, what's going to happen now is we're going to get a bunch of lapsed anglers back, and we're going to create a whole bunch of new anglers because you guys are taking the buddy fishing, and they're having success. You take so many new fishing, and they don't have success. Well, you you kind of lost them, but you take them out there and they have success. Well, you 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 built the fishermen, so mm-hmm. that's what I'm excited about because mm-hmm. the promotion of sport fishing you know is pretty much all we do, and I think it's a great opportunity right now.
1: Well, Eddie, I- Eddie, if you don't mind, because you're a little farther south than that, what you see and with the warmer temperatures down there, it's driven some of the bait fish up north, which accounts for the phenomenal year we've had. But what what is your prediction uh, for what's going to be happening in Baja?
9: And, you know it's looking for us like it's going to be this uh, very similar to last year um you know the warmer waters uh we're seeing early we're having tremendous fishing right now as a matter of fact there's a lot of uh, uh yellowtail down here and there's um there's sierra there's roosterfish there's uh, dorado so we're starting to see some you know early uh fishing the, the the temperature down here for this time of year is extremely warm um so it's look it's painting to look like a lot like uh what, like last what, year what is so the water temperature
1: what's the water temperature in front of the resort today
9: the weather today is probably close to eighty-five.
1: The water temperature? Whoa! Whoa. <laughs>
9: okay. No, not the water temperature.
1: No, the water, water temperature. Yeah, be in
9: the seventies. Yeah, yeah, they're in the seventies. Oh, okay. But yeah. uh, weather. The the air temperature is about eighty-five. Well, right it's always now, eighty-five but, uh,
1: down uh, just, there. Yeah. <laughs>
9: Yeah, I mean, John, hey, John, well, John, it's not we're it's talking about and I just, you, know, of, you know, I want to say one thing too about the uh, about the shows that we were talking about how it's going to be you know an epic year an epic year again this year for fishing. If you're in the fishing community and you know, or you have a business that has anything to do with fishing and you're not at the uh, Fred Hall shows, uh you're you're uh, committing a cardinal sin cuz you have to be at that show. I have ticket from somebody who does, you know, anywhere from uh 8 to 12 shows a year. I do all the shows all over the nation. This is the one that you have to be at. You cannot pass on this show. If you're in the fishing community, if you're a fisherman, if you sell anything to do with fishing, you have to be at this show.
1: Well, I was going to say, no matter where you live in the country, because we reach a lot of people, uh, if you to happen to be in Southern California, or you can be in Southern California, uh, you need to go to the show. But you, it's, it's, this is not something you go in and spend a couple hours and leave. Uh, you should plan on spending the night and go for at least two days, other Otherwise, you want to, even if you walk through, it take two days.
7: It is by far, and I'm not attached to the show, but it is by far the biggest and the best fishing show in the country by far. And in Southern California, it's not just a show, it's a happening. Oh, yeah. it's, anybody that's a serious angler in Southern California, they've got it on their calendar. Uh, they, just, they wouldn't miss it.
1: Well, Bart, what are the dates?
6: Uh, the dates are March 4th through the 8th. And uh, during the week, we open at 1 o'clock, Wednesday through Friday at 1, we're open till 9. Saturday, it's 10 to 8.30, and Sunday, it's 10 to 7. Mm-hmm. And during that period of time, we're going to do over 400 seminars on every, <laughs> every topic of fishing you can think
1: See, of. that's why it takes at least two, if not three days.
6: Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. What well, uh no, it it is. Um i definitely will be there and I think the three of us will, will definitely be there. But uh, you're gonna get your little golf cart that you're gonna be running around in, Bart? Well, yeah,
6: before it starts, I will, but not when it opens, we don't, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Mike was just yelling at me. She says, doing 400 seminars is crazy. You can't keep this up. You <laughs> can't do that. I said, I said, of course we can. We're in the business of promoting sport fishing. Goes, yeah. yeah, I know, but it's crazy.
1: Well, ba- ba- basically, there's at least one, if not two seminars going on all the time somewhere in the show. Oh,
6: no, there's there's seven going on all the time. <laughs> Shoot.
1: <laughs> that's Yeah, you do the arithmetic, right. Yeah, and right. good stuff, too. You know, of course, I, you know, yeah. I always like to go to Scott Laces so I can get fed. Um, oh, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I,
6: think I made a big, huge mistake on that schedule, and I woke up in the middle of the night and went, oh, no, I think I made a mistake. So my wife does the graphics, so I had to get her up at 5 o'clock this morning to change everything so I could get it all right. Okay. But yeah, right. Scott's all set, and Tommy Gomes is flaying right. fish over there. And right. uh, we're having well, a gaff segment where the customers will compete against each other, and that's really a lot of
1: fun. It, it is. Or, well, yeah. and it looks like we're about out of time in this Segment, but okay. boy, getting the three uh, of you together is pretty exciting. But uh, that's the that's the uh, and uh, real quick uh, contact for the hall show, Bart. Real quick. Oh, uh,
6: it's just
1: www.fredhall.com. Fredhall.com. Okay, that'll do it. Fredhall.com. Yeah. Okay, well, that'll do it. And we uh, thank you guys all for taking the time uh, to come in and join us. This has just been a whole lot of fun. And then we we, we got to have to talk to everybody some more, especially Bill, to go into a little bit more detail. But uh, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. You can listen to us online at fishtalkradio.com, and you can download it and listen to it as many times and whenever it you want.
4: Sounds like rain. Hey, woman. Hit the
2: young is this go. SANDOS is How to Spell Luxury Resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finisterre Los Cabos is the only five star all inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler friendly Sandos Finisterre Los Cabos is now an affordable world class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTOCK. Five
1: poles, one for every fish. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. And, of course, uh, what an exciting show we've had. If you got the opportunity to listen to it, we spent a lot of time uh, with Bill Shedd from AFCO. And then we just recently had Eddie Damow from Van Warmer and Bart Hall from the most exciting uh out, outdoor exposition, retail show, and probably the world. But we do still have uh, Bill on the line. And one of the things that we kind of started talking about, but we didn't, is some of the different efforts that um, that your company, Bill, and your associates uh, are doing. And a, a little bit, can you expand on that a little bit about the involvement in conservation and procreation?
7: Sure, sure. On the, the conservation side, we've been... Uh Played major roles in, in defeating long lines and keeping long lines out of California and trying to get them out of other areas of the country, uh, removing uh, other gear, tip, uh, gear types like gill nets. Um, um, put together, a um, uh, for the Carlsbad Hatchery, a grow-out facility process where the anglers actually raise the fish themselves. Um, there's over 200,000 hours a year of volunteer time by anglers raising white sea bass and putting them into the ocean. Uh, we've also uh, played a major role in, in tag and release um, from 1986 to 2006, uh, put together a program called the AFCO Tag Flag Tournament, which uh, really helped to uh, encourage a lot more people to tag and release fish, especially mm-hmm. billfish, as opposed to keep well, them. Well, you've been,
1: been involved also in some things on the East Coast also, right?
7: Yeah, we have. Well, that, the, the tag flag program was was primarily on the East Coast, and it, uh, it involved the tagging of uh, tuna and marlin um, on the East Coast and, uh, and the East and giving recognition for anglers and captains who were involved there in the Atlantic, and also down in the Gulf, um, um, helped to um, um, you know uh, uh, push forward uh, rigs to reef efforts in the in the Gulf of Mexico, and then and then help to uh, sort of uh, to fight against. Uh, Closures, unwarranted closures. Now, there certainly may be areas and reasons that should be closed, but the unwarranted closures to keep fishermen out where there isn't science involved, um, we've been involved in those efforts in Florida and in all over the country, not just in California.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I have some thoughts on that. I don't want to get too political, but it seems to me uh, some of these organizations, um, what they want to do is they just want to keep it for themselves and, and say, what- well, this is our territory. We can study it. We can do what we want to do with it, but you guys can't come here.
7: Well, if not, not so much for themselves, because the guys that are closing it don't really use it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, just uh, just let's close it because.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because because we got the power and the money to do it. Uh, because we yeah, can. It and seems like a good
7: idea. Yeah, because it seems, it, because, that's a good way to say it, just because it seems like a good idea.
1: Yeah. Well, Bill, <laughs> thank you so much for taking, I mean, you're so such a busy guy. I'm honored that you take this much time with this. So I really do appreciate that. Aftco.com. And, and of course, you know, your products uh, speak for themselves. And uh, it's kind of a joke around the marina in Cabo San Lucas because people start calling me Guy Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) Because
7: you're wearing one of his shirts. Exactly.
1: More than one. (laughs) But anyway, but uh, we appreciate that. Keep doing what you're doing. And let's see if we can get you back on here again and expand on some of this great stuff that we can all do to help.
7: Okay, John. Well, thank you.
1: You bet it. And I would like to uh, uh, give a little plug for Real Fun Adventures. Uh, We're posting up uh, um, a new page. And the concept will be wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to pay, you're going to be able to go to that page and pick uh, your desired location and pick the trip that fits your budget. And um, what else can I say? And these are not these are not advertising for resorts. These are everything that that we can stand behind and we know about. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We would like you to go to fishtalkradio.com dot com and and listen to us anytime you want. Or you can find us pretty much anywhere. Just uh, Google it, and you'll find us. Um, you know, on multiple pages multiple times. Appreciate you tuning in, and if you want to get in touch with us, just go ahead and uh, go to fishtalkradio.com and give us some comments or some questions, and uh, we appreciate that, and we might even take care of you somehow. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Fishtalk Radio.
6: gone fishing